Hello and welcome to another episode of You Know What Tales from the Attic. From the Attic. Wow, that was crazy. I don't even know what I was doing. Anyway, I am Donnie Salvo. I am your host. And what I do is I go up into my attic. I reach into a long box. I grab a comic. I open it up and we go through it together. Hence the name, Tales from the Attic. So how do you like that there? But before we get started, I want to get to our sponsors. And our sponsors for this episode is Reality Wasted. Reality Wasted is a pop culture podcast that I do with uh, two of my comedian buddies, Gregory B. Dubno and Mr. Dave Sheehan. And we talk about all things in pop culture, newest movie news, television news, uh, video games. Occasionally we hit comics, but it's not our forte, you know. But that's okay, because I do this with Sean and and, and, and things. And But uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, um, you know, we, we try and stir up the crap. So there you go. So you can check us out on the iTunes. Uh, you can send us emails at uh, realitywasted.comcast.net if, if you like the show. Um, and uh, you could also check us out, realitywasted.lipson.com. So there you go. And uh, have fun with that. Subscribe. Be a buddy. Be a pal. Leave us a review. Whatever. And uh, it's also brought to you, this episode is also brought to you by the Geek Syndicate, the comic. Geeksyndicatecomic.com, sucker. So there you go. Now, here we go. This I am so excited about because this I have to tell you, I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it got into my collection, and this is possibly the worst comic book I have ever read in my entire life. What else could I be talking about? But 1983's Marvel Comics US One Number Eight. This is a comic book about truckers, about trucking. This was this this in the eighties. BJ and the Bear. This was nuts. It's crazy. Truckers were popular back then. I don't know why, but it's true they were. So, and you know what? This is great. Is it's written by Al Melgram, and anybody who's listened to the Black Box before with Sean and I going back and forth, Sean. Uh, does not really care for Al Melgram's art. I, on the other hand, I don't think it, you know, it's better than I could do, so there you go. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, he's not, well, let me tell you something, Mr. Pryor. Uh, his writing is not that good at all. So here we go. We're going to open it up with uh, <laughs> two guys. One looks like Jamie D from Comic Geek Speaks. The other one looks like Adam Murdo from Comic Geek Speaks. And they are running from US1 which is a tractor trailer and it's chasing him and uh the guy who looks like Jamie D says look out re- retread that's his name retread the guy uh Adam Murdo guy um I won't call him that for the rest of the episode but uh so retread US is putting his truck through her paces and he must have lost control he's coming right at us and what does Retread say? Yow! You don't have to tell me twice, Papa Wheelie. The dude's name is Papa Wheelie. P- 
Papa Wheelie. Soak it in. Soak it in. It gets worse. So U.S. lost control of his, his big rig, and he's chasing him. And let me tell you something, because if you go by the speed lines of, uh, of page two, these fuckers are burning. They are running their ass off. And and they're yelling, like, what's he trying to do? We zigged. Why didn't he zag? What's going on? Huffa, huffa. And he slammed on the brakes. Look out. He's getting right towards us. And all of a sudden, out of the side of the tractor trailer comes a grappling hook that hits a tree. And it stops the truck from hitting Retread and Papa Wheelie. Papa Wheelie. I'm going to say that a lot. Number one, all right, page two is which the grappling hook, it's a speeding semi, and the grappling hook hooked a tree. Even if he was hitting the brakes, those two would have been killed, man. Come on now, Al Melgram. Come on. For real? All I got to say is cocaine is a horrible drug. So he... And here comes U.S. comes out, and this is a dude wearing blue jeans, a white T-shirt, a red jacket with the collar up, and a red headband. Seriously? Anyway. So he's like, all systems checked out okay. I hope you guys weren't worried. And then Papa Wheelie and Retread beat him to death with a tire iron because that's what I would have done. It's not what they do, but that's what I would have done. He's like, oh, worried? Why should we be worried? They're being, like, all tough and stuff. Bullshit, man. I would have knocked the shit out of this. Um, so they're going to uh, this this uh, restaurant-type truck stop thing that's, that they're hanging out at, and it's called the Short Stop. And uh, so they're going to uh, get some grub. Because, you know what? When your best friend almost kills you with a semi, nothing says... Uh, it's good to be alive than a big, huge stack of pancakes. When you almost die, it, it's, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, so here we go. All of a sudden, there's this big... Uh, they, they walk into the place. Everybody's happy. They're all smiling. Uh, Papa Wheelie got a... Um, He's got a cigar in his mouth. Uh, this is the 80s. You could smoke in restaurants back then. And uh, he's all happy. And uh, so so there's this heavyset elderly woman with glasses. Kind of looks like Ma Hinkle from the JSA. Um, and she says, and a hot blonde waitress next to her. And she's like, well, look what the cat dragged in, Mary. And Mary says, yep, Annie. Three of the grittiest looking critters to ever raise a cloud of dust in this truck stop. And Papa Wheelie turned around and he said, All right, cut the chatter, girls. I want a cup of that Mary McGrill special coffee. Mary McGrill, Papa Wheelie, retread. I think Larry Hama gave these names to um, to Al Melgram. He's like, you know what? These are um, G.I. Joes that I just can't work. I can't get them to work. So here, you can have this. You can have the. And what's Mary McGrill? What What's her special call? I want to know. What is, it? is it Irish coffee? Is it a little shot of whiskey? 
Uh, is it peyote? What is it? I don't know. Is it just, does she put cinnamon in it? My wife does that, but I don't really call that like, you know, Tori McSalvo's special coffee. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. But anyway, so, um, so, uh, so I guess Papa Wheelie, uh, all of a sudden, he wants to get serious. He gets everybody, everybody sitting around the table, right? And uh, he says, so U.S. is like, so what's so important, Papa? He goes, for one thing, we've got another mortgage payment coming due short, short. And precious little cash on hand to pay it with. Then, of course, there's trouble with the highwayman, which is, I guess, it's the bad guy. He's been out to get us since the day he forced you and your brother Jeff off that cliff, U.S. But this time he sent that midnight woman after you again. And there's a uh, pretty hot-looking chick dressed in purple on a motorcycle with a big M on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, just, just when she had us under control, you, you managed to run her off. And he's like, yeah, I wanted to capture her. Um, to ask her some questions, but all we found was wreckage. He wanted to capture her. Uh, this is the deal. He he shot mini missiles out of the smokestack of his semi. Uh, dude, when you wanna capture somebody, you don't shoot missiles at them. You don't. If you want to take somebody alive to question them, I don't know how they do it. At this truck stop, but at my truck stop, we don't, we don't, we use slingshots, maybe. Hit him over the head with something. I don't, see, that's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, that's, anyway, so then it shows them all, like, uh, over looking at the wreckage, and it was just a, a midnight motorcycle just blowing the shit. Well, you know what, dude? You shot a missile at her. What do you expect there to, anyway, whatever, dude. So, um. So, yeah, so U.S. is going back into it. Too bad we didn't capture her. Yeah, no shit, asshole. You blew you blew her up. But as long as she's she's out there, she's going to be trouble for us. How do you know she's even out there? And then uh, Papa Wheelie says, he's drinking coffee with a cigar still in his mouth, too. That's a good trick. What is it with Marvel and these cigar tricks lately? I don't know. Anyway, so Papa Wheelie's like, yeah, we could have got some information on the highway man out of her or whatever. And they have her whip in the kitchen. Like, she has, like, I guess it's like this. Remember um, Whiplash had this crazy whip? It was, like, all electrical, like, electrocute you and stuff like that. And uh, it kind of looks like that. So, um, so, like, yeah, well, we should find out where she is. And maybe we should get true, tr uh, clues from this whip and so he turned around he's like well how about it retread you used to be a detective didn't you how do we go about checking about for clues and he's like geez sorry uh i as far as i went into uh the private eye biz was talking like bogey and i never got to the clues and he says sorry sweetheart so i don't know if there's something going on between um u.s and and uh, retread, but anyway, so this hot chick comes into the short stack truck stop. She has got like a ripped up halter top on, long red hair pulled back, 
She's got a shiner under her eye, which means she listens. Oh, come on. Stop it. That was horrible. We do not advocate that. I'm sorry. That just... She's wearing ripped up uh, jean shorts. And she, she walks in and she's like, what does a girl have to do to get some tea and sympathy around here? And she's like, everybody yells, Taryn O'Connell? Is this Jerry O'Connell's brother? I don't know. A uh, sister? Wow. If it's his brother, that's a whole different comic. That's right. Taryn down at the highway at your service. And then the big, uh, heavy, uh, Ma Finkel turns around. And she says, Heavens, girl, you look like a mess. What happened to you? And everybody's all concerned. And But the blonde don't. She's the, the hot blonde waitress don't care. I don't know why you have to make such a fuss over her. She came to her on her own power, she said. She she could she certainly can't be hurt too bad. Wow. The blonde chick. Mean little B Hotch. <laughs> and then the, the, the Terran lady turns around and she says, Well may, maybe our Miss Timid McGrill <laughs> Sounds like a sandwich at, at McDonald's. Seems jealous of your concern, U.S. Let's give her something to je be jealous about. She grabs U.S. and, oh, my Lord. She just kisses him right there, like porno style. And I didn't notice this before, but um, like all good truckers, U.S. has a big, huge belt buckle that says U.S. on it. And... Uh, so now the blonde's really pissed, and she leaves, and she's like, I never. And, and then uh, this chick, uh, Taryn, actually comes out and says, of course you never. That's why U.S. prefers me. I've had more practice. So basically she says, I'm a whore right there. Like, I'm a whore. Don't worry about it. And then U.S. is like, Mary, don't go off on a huff. And then she, then, then Taryn says, yeah, just go. She does make good coffee, though. And um, so U.S. is talking to the... Um, Heavy set elderly lady, which we find out in this panel is named Wide Load. Al Mulgram, it is not okay to make fun of fat old women. He calls her Wide Load. Seriously? So U.S. turns around and he's like, why is she mad at me, Wide Load? <laughs> I didn't do anything. <clears throat> I don't understand. I don't. I just don't understand women. And she says, I'm a woman and I don't understand women U.S. Then again, maybe that's why I became a truck driver named Wide Load. She didn't say that, but now we have Papa Wheelie and Wide Load. And then U.S. tries to get all, like, he, he looks all GQ, but he's trying to get all trucker. And he's like, I know what you mean. It's a lot easier to make sense out of that four-lane blacktop. And a bunch of 18-wheelers than it is to figure out people sometimes. So there you go. Take that right there. So, uh, you know, they're all BSing. And, and uh, this tyrant chick's really, like, hanging all over U.S. She's grabbing his shoulders. And now she's sitting on his lap. And, and it's just it's crazy. And, uh, and, and Papa Wheelie says... Poor U.S. I wish I had problems at his age. These problems at his age. Even now, for that matter. 
and wide load turns around and says, "No, Papa, no sense learning, trying to learn any new tr tricks at your age, you old dog." And then Taryn kisses U.S. again, and that's when um, Miss McGrill <laughs> turns around and she sees it, and she's like, "So," and then U.S. is like, "Mary, it's not how it looks." Well, it kind of looks like you've got a truck stop hooker sitting on your lap with her tongue down your throat. That's kind of how it looks. And and she says, you think Terrence so nice? Well, when she's not busy kissing you, turning the page here, she's trying to kill you. And she's got the midnight outfit in her hand, and she pushes Terrence down, and U.S. is like, midnight's costume, where'd you find that? dun 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 and she said, it was in Terrence's truck right behind the seat of her cab. So I don't get this, right? Like, um. And it wasn't any driving accident. She got blown up by the missiles at your truck. Well, so you blow up somebody and they get a black eye. That's crazy. Now, wait a minute, girly. I never saw that outfit before in my life. I don't know what you're trying to pull. She's denying everything. Now, the whole crew is just looking at her. And they're ready to whoop her ass. And now she looks sad. So, but so I don't get it. Like, she got jealous that this chick was kissing her, the guy that she liked. And um, so, what did she do? She stormed out and went through her personal belongings in her cab, which is weird. Anyway, um, we cut to the law offices of Clutch Grab and Lee Lee Gree. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a real estate place. Lee, the offices of Clutch, Grab, and Lee Greed Realty. So I'm glad to see, like, is this Clutch from G.I. Joe? Did he retire? And um, he uh, got in the real estate business, which that's kind of cool. So they're all sitting there talking, and I don't know what this has to do with anything. Oh, because they want to foreclose on the short stack. And there's this crazy old guy that looks like, oh, not the short stack, the shortstop. I'm sorry. And there's this crazy old guy who kind of looks like the vulture, but in a three-piece suit. And he's like, they can't pay their mortgage. Excellent. Then good. Soon shortstop will be ours. Then we should sell the land to Boingo Condo Corporation and add greatly to our already considerable wealth. After all, that is the American way, isn't it? boo ha 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 Okay, so he's evil. All right, so he's basically bald, evil Reaganomics guy. Now we go back to the shortstop, and everybody looks pissed off like they're about to jump her and beat her up, and she's like, are you all going nuts? I have no idea where that costume came back. It's not mine. How could you betray us all, Taryn? Playing up to you ass all this time when you were really trying to kill him. How could you sink so low? We trusted you. We thought you were our friend. And then Wide Load has the last say. And she says, I always say the only thing worse than a trucker gone bad is a female trucker gone bad. Dun, dun, dun. And she's like, no, I didn't do any of these things. What What the hell is this? And she grabs the whip, the electronic whip thing. And she goes, keep back. No one threatens Taryn O'Connell. Watch out. You don't, You know what that whip could do. And all of a sudden, the blonde chick, Miss, Miss McGriddle there, she dives at her like crazy, like Rey Mysterio dives at her. And um, she's like, we got to stop her before she activated. And she's like, activated? I don't even know what that means, activated. And then the two chicks 
I have to give Al, Al Milgram this, though. He's got a chick fight in here, which isn't bad. So they got two chicks rolling around with a whip, no less. With a whip, no less. Dun, dun, dun. And she just drop kicks the blonde chick into everybody else, man. And she throws the whip through the window and she dives through the window. And she's like, I need some fresh air. Dun, dun, dun. I need fresh air. I don't know why she's talking like this now, but she is. And um, she goes, I need a little breather. I'm out of here. And then everybody's like, quick, go after her. And then U.S. is like, why didn't she use the, the whip's mind control power? If she is midnight, she'd know all about it. So then all of a sudden, everybody's outside. And this chick's running, and she's still got that whip. And a dude on a motorcycle shows up. And she's like, that bike is my ticket out of here. So this dude just showed up, man. He wanted breakfast or whatever. And she whips him and whips him off his bike. The bike is going in midair, crashes into Papa Wheelie in the, in the gang. All of a sudden, it's back up on two wheels and it's coming back towards her. And she jumps on it and it's gone. And this is what U.S. says. Well, whether Tyron's really midnight or not, she sure handles herself well in a scrap. This is corny. And then she drives circles around everybody and is gone. So U.S. is like, well, now it's time to check out my remote control in my truck. And he hits a button in the truck. The truck is following her. He's not in the truck, but he's driving the truck with a remote control. And he hits her. He hits the motorcycle with a semi. And she just skids. And then he's like, I don't know what's going on. My truck's acting on its own. Maybe it wasn't a fluke the last time, so apparently this happened before. And, uh, oh my lord. Do you know what he has? Do you know what he has? He created a link between his truck and himself, and it's called his CB Skull. So this whole thing is being watched by... Uh, the highwayman who is in shadow and he goes crazy and he's he's enjoying the fact that that um uh US is going to kill this chick and um then he's like you know what I'm going to destroy them once and for all and then all of a sudden someone's watching the highwayman on a monitor so this is the highwayman watching U.S. on a monitor, and somebody's watching the highwayman on a monitor watching U.S. on a monitor. This is very surreal. <laughs> so the infamous, infamous this, this voice off panel says, so the infamous highwayman is using our technology to battle the one called U.S. All of years of preparation are coming to fruition. Soon, the final confrontation will indeed take place, and we shall find out who is superior, the trucker or the highwayman. <laughs> and then the victor will have to face me, and he shuts off the monitor, and we go back <laughs> to the rig trying to run down Terran. And now U.S. jumps on it, and he's trying to climb into the rig, and he's trying to hit the brake, and it's not really working. So now he goes through his computer console, and he's going to launch. When the when the weapons console swings, I'll launch an all-out attack on Terran. 
And he hits her with a smoke screen, which is kind of stupid considering she's in front of him. And all the smoke's going to go into his face. And then she goes, the smoke, it's getting in my eyes. And then he shoots out an oil slick. Like, remember Spy Hunter? Basically, he's doing all that. So he shoots out the oil slick at Spy Hunter. And she skids, but which is kind of weird is he shoots that in front of him, too. Well, anyway, so she skids in the oil. He screeches to a halt. Then he has the old, he shoots the old <laughs> grappling hook again. Now he stopped because he don't want to get in the oil. She's skidding through the oil. And now he gets the back wheelie with the grappling hook and he throws her. And she's still holding on to the whip and all this. And she she flies off of the bike into the oil. So now she's dirty with a whip and the oil. Giggity. And um, he goes, sorry, sorry, Tyron. I'm sorry I had a place so rough. But Midnight has been trying to kill me. And I couldn't let you get away until we were convinced you're not her. And she, But how can I convince you? I, I, I could tell you you don't believe me. You know, I'm just trying to, to run away to make it look... It makes me look bad, but you surrounded me in there and I just panicked. So how do you explain Midnight's costume being in your truck? Why'd you grab the rip, whip right away? You should turn that motorcycle like a natural. And like... Midnight always rides one of those. All the evidence does seem to point to you, Taron. I suppose you hand that whip over. Before someone gets hurt. And they all bum rush her. And, the, and, the, and she goes, no. And they're all on top of her. And they're rolling around in the oil. And it's just turning into this crazy, sexy orgy type thing. And then all of a sudden she's like, no one manhandles Taron O'Connell Jerry O'Connell's brother, he was in Stand By Me and the show Sliders, which was awesome until the fourth and fifth season, and it was a blah. And she's kicking and slapping everybody and, and whatnot, and then she hits a button, and the whip explodes. And and, and everybody's like, I never saw any, saw her do that again, and then Taryn's knocked unconscious. She's not moving, you ass, is she? I don't see any pulse. And then Why the Load says, Lordy, we've killed her. And Papa Wheelie goes, we've got to call an ambulance. And then U.S. is like, why'd she do it? If she was midnight, she would have known better than to make the whip do that. And then all of a sudden, it's really simple. A voice off panel says, grabbing the whip. She didn't know that what the whip could do because she's not midnight. I am. And it's from the back, and it's the the chick in the mid, the midnight costume. And during this whole fight thing, um, Miss McRiddle lady was not there, so uh, that's who I think it is. Like she has a split personality or something. And there you go. And Al Milgram puts on the bottom. Do we have to say it? Be here next issue. I will not, Al Milgram, because this was horrible. I mean, I like truckers and truck stops. And and things as much as the rest as much as any red blooded American, but that you know that's this is where I draw the line. So I have to say, U.S. one, uh, U.S. one. I have to give the old 
toilet flushy sound if I could get it going. And I can't, so there, whatever. Anyway, so I had a toilet flushing sound effect that I couldn't get to work. So that would have been funny, but it's not now because um, it didn't work. But anyway, that has been another episode of Tales from the Attic. I hope you enjoyed it. Do not um, ever read US-1, ever, ever. So that was US-1 number 8. Uh, I think I'm going to save this comic. And I'm going to... I'm going to have to ask Al Milgram to sign it and what he was thinking. So there you go. Uh, if I ever meet him. But thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to everybody for all the positive feedback I get on the Twitters and, and, and the Facebooks and stuff. Um, thank you to Sean Pryor. Thank you to our sponsors, Reality Wasted. Check us out on iTunes or realitywasted at lipson.com. Uh, the, I'm sorry, realitywasted.lipson.com, sorry. And the Geek Syndicate, the comic, at geeksyndicatecomic.com. Thank you very much. I am Donnie Salvo, and until next time, thank you very much. And this has been another episode of Tales from the Attic. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>